Thank you for taking a few minutes today to listen to the Milk on Business podcast. As we begin transitioning uh, into a new year, I'm going to shift a little bit of a different direction once again today, and we're going to talk a little bit about holding a sales meeting. Uh, Over this past week, as as this new year begins, we uh, end up with with more than usual uh, phone calls and emails from, uh, from from prospective clients, people who would like to work with us. And, and uh, of course, I've been doing this for a number of years. And, and so what I did is just sat down and jotted down uh, just from, from my experience, uh, some, from some of the things that I've read, some of the training that I've received, and on uh, what does that initial sales meeting look like? And uh, what, what are some... Uh, maybe some questions that we should ask. What should that dialogue look like? And, and uh, so we just jotted down some ideas, like I said, just from some things that I've learned, some, uh, from, from some of the training that I've received through the years. And, and I think uh, is it, when, it, when it comes to sales, not a whole lot has changed. Of course, technology has changed. The way we communicate has changed, especially in this last year. Uh, communication has changed immensely. There's not a whole lot of in-person sales going on anymore. Um, most everything is done over the phone or over Zoom calls or uh, some other type of technology and and so most of the conversations that we're having now uh, aren't in a conference room and and uh, but I think most of the uh, most of the process for the most part still still uh, for the most part hasn't changed and what does that that sales meeting look like and of course uh, I'm not ca- uh, talking necessarily about uh, cold calling although I think there's some elements in uh, in this that would uh, that would work but I think more when, when you're kind of dealing with a with a warm lead and uh, what what should that conversation look like? So so you go through the process of of uh, that kind of that initial uh, just kind of that initial communication, and uh, you go through and you you've set up this call. Now what? And uh, and so hopefully maybe there's an idea or two in here that you can walk away with something you can implement to maybe make you a little bit more effective as it relates to uh, to onboarding your clients to uh, to getting that person to engage with you and to essentially to buy your product or your service. So when we get into this call and and uh, and I think if you were to to talk to um, anybody on my team they'd probably tell you this and this is something I had to learn kind of as a is a little bit of an intro, introvert by nature a little bit awkward in conversations especially in in a public environment. Environment, uh, th- this kind of breaking the ice uh, type of conversation was never uh, something that was comfortable for me. Uh, but through the years, it's something just by doing it, it become a little bit more comfortable. Uh, but the first step is just kind of having that initial rapport. What does that look like? What does that conversation look like? And a lot of that's just going to kind of just be come from your personality, just to be uniquely yourself. Because most of the time when somebody's going to buy, they're, they're not necessarily just buying the, the product or the service. They're buying into you as a person. And so to make sure that you're coming across as somebody who's likable, somebody who uh, they, can, they can entrust, somebody they can uh, engage with, and, uh, and, and just kind of have a comfortable conversation with. And uh, kind of depending on, on you and the person you're dealing with may really kind of uh, determine what that initial rapport looks like. But, um, you know, what is something that you can say? There's uh, maybe uh, years ago, and I picked up this line, and it's something that I um, uh, just comically, I'll just give you a, a, an example that I, it's from something that I do. And, and uh, when uh, somebody calls and can normally, you know, how are you doing? You know, kind of have that type of question that sometimes gets asked. And most of the time we just say fine or, you know, everything's good, whatever the case may be. And, and uh, kind of have this response that was actually given to me by a, a lady by the name of Kim in, a, in an insurance uh, office that I worked in years ago. And, and she had this line that, uh, that uh, I'm happier than a duck in a puddle. And so I kind of stole that from her, and it's something I use. And somebody that doesn't know me uh, will kind of giggle at that a little bit. It's kind of an icebreaker. I think for most of my team, they've heard it so many times, you just kind of roll their eyes. But 
just kind of have something to just kind of break the ice to, to kind of just make things comfortable and and, uh, and begin to move forward. So that that initial rapport, and uh, and depending on the person, it can go a lot of different directions. Uh, you know, it can the weather is something that's uh, kind of um, maybe not always that helpful unless you're dealing with somebody in another part of the country that can be an interesting. But if you know something about them, uh, they you know if you look at their social media, do they like to travel? Uh, their kids engaged in something? Just something to just kind of break that conversation and to get that conversation rolling. Uh, secondly, uh, have some sort of an idea of uh, what the agenda, what the call is going to look like. And, uh, and so maybe right off the bat, just kind of go through and you have this conversation of beginning to understand exactly what it is that they do, uh, making sure that uh, you have a good knowledge of what differentiates you from somebody else. Okay. And uh, that differentiation may come as far as in your, in your service offering and your product offering. What is it, wh- how does it differ from somebody, from, from somebody else? But um, what, is, what is the value that you, that you bring? Uh, but, but also finding the same thing out from them. You know, what makes them different from every other type of uh, maybe similar type of customer that you, that you work with. Uh, but to get into those key points of, uh, of differentiation. And then getting, and I think this is the most important part of the sales process, is getting into uh, knowing the questions to ask to identify what are the pain points and the challenges that they're having. I don't care if you're selling a service, you're selling a product, whatever it is, uh, what are they experiencing? What pain are they experiencing uh, that, that they want to go away? Okay, what challenges are, there face, are they facing that you can help them with? And a lot of times what they, um, what they say or what they think their challenges are aren't always uh, or I think even more so doesn't get to the root of what the true problem is. But that's why they're reaching out to you. They're reaching out to you, hoping that you can find out truly, you know, what is the real problem and uh, what can we do to fix it? It's like when you go to a doctor, okay, you, you, you know you have a headache, but uh, I want, just want my headache to go away. Um, but that headache can come from a myriad of different areas. And sometimes you think, well, I just have a headache because I'm not sleeping enough, or I have a headache because, uh, you know, I work in a loud work environment. Well, some of those may be true, but, uh, but those just may be just kind of other things that are going on. There may be a deeper cause or deeper root. And so uh, when you're going through and having this conversation, you're going to want to try to identify what is the real pain point and the challenge that they have, and then uh, what sort of solutions can you provide? What can you do to help them? So understanding what those uh, key questions are, and you kind of go through this uh, initial rapport into into these questions, you're you're going to want to find out from them. You know, tell me about your business. What areas do you excel? You don't want to get into this phone call and just simply you know t- start talking about yourself. Uh, really get into you know what what is it that you do? What do you enjoy doing in your business? Uh, what is uh, what is your superstar skill? What is the one thing that you do um, that you feel that you do better than anybody else? And get to know this person a little bit. Uh, and then getting into, you know, wh- what sort of problems are you experiencing now with the person that, you, uh, uh, that you're working with? As an accountant, as an owner of an accounting firm, I almost categorically ask this, finding out from them, you know, what, it, what, is, what pain point are they having with the person they're working with now? Where is the struggle? And sometimes I'll talk myself out of the sale because they're working with someone that they really like. Uh, and uh, maybe they're just shopping for just try to find a cheaper rate or something to that effect, which generally if that, if that, when that comes to us, it, we kind of determine you're probably better off just staying where you're at uh, or finding somebody else. But, uh, you know, but is there, is there a weakness? What's the challenge there? And uh, try to find out, uh, you know, you know wh- wh- what sort of struggles are they having with their current, uh, with their current provider, the current solution? And uh, is there something maybe that you can, you can do better, maybe approach in a little bit of a, of a different way? What areas of your business do you feel may require a little bit of extra special attention? 
uh, maybe a question that you can ask. And then once you kind of go through and, 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 you, and you have the skill of being able to listen well, to be able to pull out uh, what struggles are they having, what challenges are they having, getting beyond just what they say to, you know, what are the real issues, to kind of come back to them and say, from, from, from what you're saying and what I understand is uh, these are the areas that you feel like uh, that uh, you have some challenges in. And then, uh, and then you kind of move into the uh, into the moving toward being a, being able to either close the deal or at minimum schedule that follow up phone call, and that's getting into well here are some things that we've done for some other people, and making sure that uh, you know your book of business, who you've worked with, and what you've done to solve the problems, and and this should be readily available to you. Uh, you should be very keenly aware of you know what we've done and uh, wh- what we've done to be able to help others, and don't ever overpromise. Uh, and, and making sure that whatever you say is true, that, that you know, what you, you know, you just come, don't come up with these stories. And uh, sometimes I'll see this. Oh, you know, we saved this person this amount, this much money and this type of thing. And sometimes I look at it and I'm like, okay, really? Um, uh, it's just, uh, you know, what are, what are you, from uh, the stories or case studies that you're sharing, don't embellish them. Uh, just be honest. They're going to be able to tell uh, whether or not that, uh, that what you're saying is true. They're going to be able to read into that fairly quickly because sometimes they're going to be skeptical uh, to begin with. Okay, so uh, share some true case studies, obviously not disclosing sensitive information, but being able to tell, uh, you know, we, we were able to help this type of a client and uh, be able to, and it's not always about saving money or doing things ch- more cheaply. Okay, many times it's truly being able to find out what is it that, uh, that you can do to help them to get them to where they want to where they, uh, where they want to go. Rarely is it just simply, I want to make more money. Okay, uh, that, that's generally not what the problem is. Okay, um, and so being able to try, really, truly determine what is the pain point that they're experiencing, what are their challenges, find out what their goals are, where are they wanting to go, and then what you can do to be able to help them uh, to get to where they want to go. And if you can do that, you're gonna you're gonna close the sale. And so then at the end of this, it becomes a matter of you know what are the next steps, and making sure that you have that ask down well, and you don't sound pushy, you don't sound uh, like a, a hard you know cold salesperson. Uh, but you're coming at them and saying, well, if you know, if you'd uh, uh, love to take a look at what you have going on, uh, can we schedule a follow-up phone call, maybe with you, somebody on your team? Uh, can you uh, just go ahead and send this information over so we can kind of look over it and, and maybe uh, begin to work together, uh, put together a proposal we can send over to you. And we can have a follow-up phone call and kind of go through what those, whatever those steps look like in your business uh, to uh, to get that client uh, to the next step of working together with you. Hopefully this podcast brought you some value. If it did, I would encourage you to subscribe to the Belk on Business podcast. This is Josh Belk. Have a wonderful day.